We can practically count the number of cities in the Midwest on two hands, but are unsure when the rural towns start and stop. And with the tradition of slow-paced living, this region of the U.S. is often behind months, if not years, on trends. Whether it's the clothes we wear, the food we eat, the way we date, or how we spend our free time, we're here to dive into it all. Welcome to Hopefully, the podcast where three lifelong best friends sit down and catch up on each other's lives while also dishing on the latest trends in fashion, beauty, skincare, lifestyle, fitness, food, my favorite, travel, and more. We'll share our biggest dreams and darkest secrets, how we've overcome our fears and found confidence, our tips and tricks and trials and errors, and real life relatable stories. We want to help you feel confident in your own skin. To inspire you. We want you to lead a happier, healthier, easier, and more confident life. And hopefully, you do too. Get it? Straight to the point. A little sassy, but always real. Welcome to Hopefully. Welcome to Hopefully. Welcome to Hopefully. Summer is officially here. Summer is officially here. Allergies are officially in full force, so excuse the raspy voice. Yep. sneezing. Itchy eyes. Potential coughing. <laughs> I'm trying it's to real. keep the throat well um lubricated. I was gonna say that, but I didn't know if it sounded super inappropriate, but moist also sounded wrong. So <laughs> I didn't know where to go with that. Kayla, are you fine. drinking? Yeah, for sure. I've had a day. <laughs> Damn, I just I had, need a you should honestly tell you should just tell everybody about your day. I just don't even know where to start. It's just been a week. And it's been a week for multiple reasons. But today, my front of my bangs pulled a color that I don't even know what I would even call it, but I'm officially a redhead at the front of my face. And like, this is temporary. Temporary. And it is nothing towards my hairstylist because I literally drove from Sheboygan to Iowa for her and will continue to go to her. But the back of my head and the bottom look great but the pieces around my face look like I'm trying to be Ariel from the Little Mermaid and with my black eyebrows it looks horrible (laughs) it doesn't look that bad Kayla it's gonna go away I know it will it will. But in the meantime, if anyone wants to call Kayla Ariel, she would be very happy about it. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. <laughs> My alter but ego tonight. She definitely took in um, some retail therapy to heal that, didn't you, Kayla? I did. I did. I bought some really <laughs> cute, cute stuff. Um, I got my nails done. They turned out great. I made it up for it. Yeah. What better way to make up for it than spend additional money that I don't need to on really cute things for summertime? Speaking of, um, okay, so I think the first part of this episode, we're just going to take some time to catch up before we have a really fun special guest come join us. Um, We'll introduce her here in a little bit, but I think we just want to kind of catch up when it comes to, you know, what we're doing this summer, what we're loving this summer, but also like life updates, what we're up to, where we're at. A lot has changed, but a lot hasn't. Right. So Kayla, you're back in Iowa. Yeah, I'll kick it off. I am officially back in Iowa, which feels great. It's definitely bittersweet um, leaving 
my job and my friends that I made at work um, has been very difficult. But one of my friends introduced me to this app called Marco Polo, and I don't know why I've never used it. But it's what literally it? te- it's texting through video. Like you just record yourself talking, and then it literally tells them when you're talking. So like if I did it to you guys, it would say, "Kayla is talking to you." And you could click on it, and you could watch me live. But you, it wouldn't. It's not like FaceTime, so you could watch me live. I could talk to you and say everything I need to say, and then you can either reply and videotape yourself, or you could like wait and do it later. So interesting. I've never, never heard, heard of that. Heard of it. Yeah, yeah. What? It's that's fun. very. That's what my coworker Kevin. She was like, it's just such. It's more of a personal way to talk and to stay like in contact with people that don't that you're not going to see all the time. Which yeah, for sure. Marco Polo is what it's called. Yeah, it's great. Cool. That's fun. So that's been fun. Um, we are officially all moved in to my brother's place. So we're living with my brother for a year because February of 2022, Corey will hopefully get matched and then we will know where we're going to be for the next five years. So that will be nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Med Frank, school woes. Yeah, yeah, literally. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> so much enthusiasm behind my voice there. It could it could turn out um, great. It will turn out great, but the process to get there is like. Yeah. Oh, but you're getting married. It worked out. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Stop it. Maybe 2023. Maybe 2024. Who knows? You're not worried about it. Frank. Oh, Frank. Um, is getting situated lovely in the backyard. My brother <laughs> lives on a golf course, and Frank has already made appearance on the fairway while people were golfing. Love it. Yep. He's yep. here to make a statement. Yes, he is. So I had to literally chase him in um, slippers and my sweatpants and a tank top with no bra from my Love. brother's backyard all the way to the fairway. Nice. And Beautiful. It was, it was great. Thank God it was a lady and her husband and another couple, but the lady was so nice. Um, so that, that made it better. And then four, actually now six of Michael's neighbors who he's never talked to, Mm -hmm. um, have actually came over and asked if they could pet Frank in the backyard. Wow. You're making him friends. So honestly, this is more my house than it is Michael's now, I think. (laughs) I think so too. (laughs) <laughs> that's great he can continue to pay the mortgage and i can just live here dogs really do make a difference don't they they do they do people like they just know you're friendly if you yeah. have an animal you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is when a couple episodes ago kayla told us she was so mad we never saw her now <laughs> she's about to get real sick of us she's gonna be so sick of us <laughs> she probably already is <laughs> i know i was just about to say who says i'm not already <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, drama. Queen. I don't have any other friends. I need you guys. <laughs> You've got wine. Uh, yeah. And um, I was thinking today when I opened the bottle of wine, you know, I swear at some point someone told me that wine c- cures allergies. And then so I, I realized I probably just made that up to me. I think you made that up. I think that's not a real thing at all. Because I refuse to drink coffee when I'm when my throat is sore and I have a cough. Because I just I don't know what it does, but I just refuse to drink it. So I've been drinking green tea, and then I poured myself a glass of wine, and I thought, well, why am I drinking wine and not coffee? 
And so then I told myself it's going to help me get over this cold. It has antioxidants in it. Yeah. <laughs> See? If so you haven't listened to episode five, we learned all about <laughs> wine. So, yeah. Go, Go listen to Lane's episode. It's so good. Uh, but enough about me. Yeah. So just really busy with work, working nonstop, both full time and uh, for myself. I recently hired a business coach to really get my business off the ground she specifically helps with like selling and uh reconfiguring like my ideas and making them into like tangible realities and it's crazy how just like having her push gives me that extra oomph that I needed to like really get moving because like I've been just like winging it for nine months now and it's going great uh had a little bit of burnout and I just like don't want to experience that again. Um, but I think if I wouldn't have hired her, I would have always just been like, Oh, I'll get to it. I'll do it eventually. Mm -hmm. And then just keep putting it off. But now I meet with her pretty much every week and I have homework every time I see her. And like, she straight up is like, okay, did you do this? Yeah. Or, and, and I, I can't lie. Yeah. It could, but I just like can't. And so it holds me accountable to really get shit done. So it's been really exciting. Accountability partner. That's good. Really, it's really scary. I tell her this every week. Like, I'm so excited, but like also terrified because uh, the reality of it is really setting in. So, yeah. It's been good. No, that's very exciting. It's crazy how much another person who understands what you're doing can help get you to where you need oh, to be. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And I like, I work in marketing, right? So I know how to sell products. Like literally that's my full-time job. But when, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like when it comes to doing it for myself and for my own business, I freeze. I don't know how to do anything. I suddenly forget the mechanics of basic marketing. I don't know what's best for my company and what's not. And I think a lot of it has to do with being so tied to so many yeah. things where yeah. she can come in and provide like an outside perspective. Like there was one thing I was have always thought I wanted to do, right? Um, and I told her, you know, this is one of my goals when we're working together. I want to at least get this outlined and start working through this so I can push it live by the time we're done working together. Sure. And the second week we met, she was like, I've been really I've been thinking about this product and I actually think it would be better if we spun it this way and totally changed the outlook of the product. And I was like, holy shit, I've never even thought about it that way. And now I was doing the outline for it today. And I was like, it just makes so much more sense. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I, I think anybody that is trying to do their own thing, hiring a business coach, it's a lot of, it's a, a serious investment, but like that almost holds me more accountable to, you know, check in with her and do my homework because, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I know I'm getting my money's worth. Right. So she's great. And, she's and I feel like you have so many going back to like you being in marketing, you had so many good ideas. Yeah. It's putting a twist on how to execute them. Yeah, and do them together where it, like, yes. makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm i definitely a big picture thinker. I've always mm-hmm. been that way. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it doesn't really make sense to do a million things half-assed. It's like, how right. can we focus on four or five things and make them really good and then right. grow into other avenues? So, yeah, it's been fun, exciting, and, like, also kind of terrifying, but. On top of that, though, you've been having a fun summer. I feel like you've had a lot of lake time and fun with friends. Yeah, my uh, calendar is 
infinitely Fact. packed. I feel <laughs> like I've been gone every single weekend or I've had people visiting every weekend, um, which is hilarious considering I love my alone time. Mm-hmm. I felt it last weekend that I was just like, I've been so social for so many weekends in a row and now I have to go to a bachelorette party this weekend. Um, my life on every avenue is psychotic right now. Mm-hmm. But I kind of love it. It feels it's a summer strange. rush. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Just do it all um, at once. Lots of lots of weddings, lots of bachelorette parties, lots of bridal showers, lots of baby showers as well. Yeah. I'm that waiting for the last fun. one. You you you're hinting at my love life. <laughs> I'm hinting at your love life. Listen, <laughs> we've talked about your love lives from the day one. Listen, <laughs> know are the people invested. are invested. They want to know. And yeah, you need to, to share spill the beans here. Okay, 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 okay. Well, this is a little awkward considering um, she's in the other room. She's in the other room. <laughs> uh, yeah, I met somebody very extremely unexpectedly. You guys mm-hmm. know, um, hit it off from the beginning, and it kind of I don't know. It's hard to explain. Because I was, like, so gung-ho about hot girl summer, single forever mindset. And then you <laughs> and then you meet somebody worth spending your time with. Um, I also know that I said I would never do a long-distance relationship again. And yet here we are. But I have seen her literally every week for, like, Literally every week. Month, so... And no, no stopping that cadence in sight. So there you exciting. go. Uh, and for everybody listening, she uh, slid into my DM. So if you're ever trying to shoot a sh- your shot, you go ahead and do it. Because <laughs> okay, first of all, she's literally <laughs> in the other room. And we're talking about, yeah, shoot your shot, slide into the DMs. No, for I'm saying okay. for other people, if anyone else is like wanting to shoot their shot with someone else, just do oh, it. Don't be afraid to do it. Is what she's- yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying slide into my DMs. Don't do that. Kayla doesn't speak our <laughs> no, language no. sometimes. I know. No, no, <laughs> just like shoot your shot with someone else. Because. Okay. <laughs> all right, Ash, your turn. I'm just here for the summer. Here for the party. That's all I got going on for me. That is not all that you have going on for you. Yeah, I've been busy, but nothing crazy. I don't know. Life is just life right now. I don't have anything else going on. Just like going with the flow. Yeah, exactly. But going to the lake. Going to the lake. Yeah, pretty much hopefully every weekend I plan to do that. And some stuff around home, going to work, you know the drill. Other than that, going through my summer wardrobe, you know, those things, trying to find new clothes because I'm bored yeah. what do you of found? what I have. Um, really, just some, sh- you know, my oversized shirts that I'm obsessed with. I've gotten mm-hmm. a couple more of those. I'm not finding swimsuits. I don't know what my deal is this year. I can't find anything I really like. Um. Or like fits my body the way I want it to. I'm just not yeah, on on the trend that's happening right now. Um, I got a new pair of jeans because didn't tell you guys this story. My favorite pair of high waisted jeans have rips in the knees. 
I went to get in my mom's car the other day and they ripped completely up the butt. So. Oh no. Your butt is growing. Oh, it's definitely not. It's definitely going the other <laughs> way. I just still know they were just done. So yeah. I bought well, you wore, too. they were literally your favorite pair. You're like, Oh, I wore them a lot. Yeah. I wore them too much probably, which is why they ripped. So shopping Super. time. Yeah. But other than that, we do have our favorite guest, Stephanie. She's here with Stuff Joe Designs. She's a very close friend of mine. We worked together for a while in Chicago and have been good friends since. So Steph, say hi. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) So happy to be here. Steph, just to start us off, if you want to just give us a little background on yourself, we can start there and then we'll get into the good stuff. Yeah. Well, my name's Stephanie. Um, I'm a Chicago-based artist. I've been really doing art for about a year now, but have been always kind of back and forth between doing like watercolor and acrylic since high school. Um, I'm originally from Iowa. We're Iowa girls. Yeah, all Iowa girls. But for the past probably like five years, I've been strictly in fashion, um, kind of going back and forth, like in retail. And then I got into some wholesale for a bit. And then kind of once the pandemic hit, I was just like, okay, what am I going to do with everything? And got back into my art and it's been great so far. That's like one of the major points I wanted to talk about today um, actually was the pandemic and how it kind of pushed you to branch off into your own basically career um, as it's taking off majorly now. Mm -hmm. But I think that it was really tough because Steph and I were working together when the pandemic hit and both of us got let go of our jobs for a little while, but Steph ended up starting her own business and Mm -hmm. sticking to it. So her path, um, it kind of led her to take on something that she's always wanted to do, but it obviously wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something I feel like people want to hear about because some people are still in those shoes and they want to like branch out and do something, but they haven't had that like initiative, you know? I mean, yeah, I ended up having so much free time um, once I was laid off and you know, I feel like right away, I was kind of like, okay, I'm not that type of person that's going to sit back and just like wait for something to come to me. You know, I've always had this side hobby of doing art, although I haven't been like doing it for a while. I was like, this is like the most perfect time and opportunity to get back into that. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing I did was order a ton of like, watercolor, acrylic paint, canvases, and just shipped a ton of stuff to my apartment, even though I hadn't worked with acrylic or on canvases ever in my life and I was like this is the time to just like test out things like see what you like see what you don't like like I was already very comfortable with doing watercolor I knew how to do that on paper but Mm -hmm. I just felt like this was like the perfect time to really just branch out and just go for it and even if you don't think that like it's gonna turn into anything like at first I was doing this as a hobby like I had no idea that I'd be getting commissions back to back and like actually booked with people to do art for and Mm -hmm. I would say just go for that opportunity just like if you have any type of ideas just you'll figure it out 
Yeah, I know. I think it's so cool. That I feel like that. that's amazing too, because you said you have experience like with watercolors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you do any, like was a major or minor in art at all? So I was in the design program at Iowa State. And that program is so intense. It's crazy. Like the amount of stuff that they make you do. Mm -hmm. Um, The first year you're just building up your portfolio. So like some of my design projects was trying to figure out out of cardboard and you like how to build like pretty much like an entryway door out of cardboard and your only tools are like sewing and that's it. You just like have to create something. It has to be this kind of like illusion of like how you walk in and how you walk out. Like they always have these like bizarre things that go with right. it. And it was a crazy hard program. And I ended up getting into interior design, which was ultimately what I wanted to do. But then I was like, you know, I just don't know if this is for me. Like I've always been into fashion on the side. So I like switched careers like my sophomore year and then I got into fashion and journalism and I loved that that was amazing and took me to Chicago and all the opportunities I've had here but Mm -hmm. I've always just in the back of my mind been like well what if I like did something with like art or what if I did something with watercolor because I've always just had such like a passion for it that's incredible I love how like the creative world can just ebb and flow in so many different ways where you you know, started in one place and we're like, no, but I want to try this too. And it's like, they're all so different, but you were able to gracefully like flow from one to the other. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's so inspiring. I don't know. Art to a lot of people is intimidating because mm-hmm. it's so, there's so much unknown in any type of creative industry. So yeah, I guess, you know, the pandemic was like a nice little push, as Ashley mentioned, to get you going on it but what is it like working as like a full-time artist now like how what do your days look like how does it it just like is so amazing to me I'm like super jealous (laughs) it it's stressful like I anytime I get um, a new commission and a lot of my commissions lately have been people that I've never met before or like I've had like some like repeat customers will you explain the commission stuff Yeah. So pretty much with like a commission item, um, let's say someone reaches out to me and they're like, I have this idea, but I really don't know how to go about it. Like, I don't know what I want. And I'll kind of just like take them through the process. Like what I mainly will ask them is like, okay, can I see like photos of like the space that you're thinking of? Like maybe if you have any other art in your apartment or home and like, especially like the decor that you have. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if they're in Chicago, like I'll meet up with them and I'll get like an actual visual for their home. And I'll take a bunch of photos of the colors that they have on their couch or anything around. Mm-hmm. And then after that, that's pretty much like the main console in the beginning. And then after that, I'll come back and I'll make a mood board for them, which is kind of like just like an inspiration of like design styles, colors, texture styles that I feel like they'd be interested in. And then like, kind of paintings that I've done before that would look good for them or I can see them having that similar style and then I'll also pull um, from Pinterest a lot of time like paintings like in other inspiration that they may that I may have not done but they may be interested in as well and kind of like bring all of that together yeah it's a very easy process I feel like but it is intimidating for a lot of people because you just don't know what you're getting 
And I don't blame them because when I'm first like getting into a painting, like I always kind of have like a mindset and like I'll like be a, up at night, like just like in bed thinking like, okay, like what if I do this? Like I'm thinking of like a brush stroke to do or some type of texture to bring in. And then I'll instantly like wake up in the morning and do that. But sometimes like my paintings turn out exactly opposite of like what I originally planned, but almost like every other time, like they turn out absolutely amazing. And it was just like a blessing in disguise that it worked out that way. So the wow. best ones are the ones that you don't have too much <laughs> planned for, which is kind of yeah. weird. <laughs> I can vouch for that. I feel like when I've re so I've reached out to Steph and had her design a piece mm -hmm. for one of my cousins and I had no clue what I wanted. And I that's like, funny because I know I had an idea for it and then it turned yeah. out completely different. I was like, wow, this is so much better than what I was thinking. It was <laughs> amazing. And that, that I like, I think when it comes to, and I'm trying to get more into art, but it is, it's so intimidating from the outside, from the outsider's perspective. Like, I don't know what type of art I like. I don't know what's going to go. Like it, when you talk about how you, like your process, I think that is exactly what I would want. Like I would want someone to either come into my space mm -hmm. or to send photos of my space to that person. And then mm -hmm. them give me a mood board or show me photos from Pinterest and me be like, yeah. But then at the end of the day, like have all your artistic freedom to like paint me something beautiful. And I feel like it's like helpful no matter what. And I've, only really started doing like the mood boards probably for the past I don't know four to five months and I found it so beyond helpful like for the client and for yourself just like so you're staying on track of like what they want and so they know that they're what they're getting so it's not just some big surprise at the end like oh here's your pain oh well that's not exactly what I was looking for you know right so I just feel like all around like what the client knows is just like straight up front is the most helpful thing the process is so cool. It really is. Where do you feel like you personally find majority of your inspiration from outside of your clients, like, once, you know? I mean, I feel like I find my most inspiration, like, through other artists, mm -hmm. which is kind of, like, cliche to say, but also yeah. I'm, like, constantly, like, seeing new, like, techniques and, like, new ways to do art. Like, I was just looking at this artist based in – France and she's an American artist and she's living there for like an entire year just living in a little so chateau fun. doing her own thing and yeah. she's like just painting yeah. on like vintage chairs like painting on walls I'm like why am I not like doing something like that like <laughs> I feel like branching out and just doing like the extreme things can end up being like so cool and like I feel like yeah. that's just some it's just like another side of art you know that you don't think of right, right. But also, yeah. I grew up in, like, a huge family of artists. So my mom was an artist. My great-grandpa my dad's side was an artist. And then my great-grandma and grandma on my mom's side were all artists. But they're all different wow. types of artists. I didn't know so that. So it's just kind of always been in my family. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Like, my entire house, like, my childhood home was, like, huge murals of like landscapes like oil paintings like wow. everything <laughs> that's so cool it was like it was awesome so how did you decide what type of art you wanted to do or I guess like what art type of art do you most identify with I know you said you do watercolors and acrylics but like how mm -hmm. did you get to that point knowing that those were the types of art you wanted to practice 
I would just like test it out like all everything like I was doing um a lot of sketching for a while and then I was trying to work in like sketching into my watercolor which is like I originally how I got into watercolor and then my first time doing acrylic was literally last year like I'm still learning acrylic to this day I'm still learning like the best like types of paint to use and now I'm like obsessed with everything that's expensive with paint just like how you would feel (laughs) about clothes it's like (laughs) such like a difference you're like wow like this paint like glides on this canvas so much better than this cheap paint like now that I know I can like spend more and it looks better like it's hard for me like to go back (laughs) right I I can imagine (laughs) when it comes to um like designing designing pieces or like pieces that you're currently designing um because I know even some you've sent me I'm just like how is that not your favorite piece you've ever designed but is there like a certain piece that you've designed or currently are designing or own that you've made that is like your favorite or do you can you even have a favorite I feel like (laughs) right now I do and it's still my favorite to this day um, it was a commission piece that I actually did for my parents back in February. And <laughs> there's like a kind of a funny story with this, but I had uh, the whole canvas and everything planned out. Like I was like marking like, okay, color here, color here, color here, different color here. We're going to do texture here. Like I was writing everything down on the canvas before I started doing anything. And it was a large canvas. It was a 36 by 48, which is massive. It's like, it was like one of the biggest ones like I've done. Mm -hmm. And I really wasn't concerned about it at all. So I was like, it's my parents. Like they already have like beautiful art in there. Like I know they'll love whatever I do. And I was like kind of taking colors from the other large like paintings that they have in their house. And I was kind of working in all the colors with that. And there's a lot of bright colors. And I didn't realize that until I started putting like the paint on the canvas. I'm like, oh my God, like, where is this going? Like, this is just (laughs) too many colors. So then I started freaking out and I just kept adding like more and more paint onto it. And then it just looked like this giant blob. Like, I remember my boyfriend coming into the, my, like, my studio and he's like, Stephanie, what is that? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, I, was, I was on the verge of taking the canvas and, like, taking it to the dumpster downstairs. I was, like, ready to just be done with it. I was so <laughs> fed up with it. Like, I had never been so mad at, like, a piece of art that I did. And I was like, I can't fix this. Like, it's unfixable. Like, what did I just do? Oh, no. <laughs> And then my boyfriend was like, just scrape it all off. Like, take it off. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, grab a palette knife and start taking all the paint off and, like, put it in a bowl. I'm like, okay, this could work because there are a lot of, like, different layers of, like, paint in there. And, like, some Mm -hmm. of them have, like, set longer. So there could be some, like, texture. So I started doing it. I started, like, taking my little palette knife and I'm, like, scooping, like, massive amounts of paint into, like, this little, like, bowl cylinder. And the next thing you know, like the whole bowl is like filled with paint. I'm like, oh my God, that was like such a waste of paint. But then I'm like looking at the canvas. I'm like, oh, it's amazing. Like, what is this? <laughs> oh my god! I feel gosh. like I like completely blacked out when I was like fixing it that it turned out incredible. And wow. it's still to this day, like my favorite painting that I've ever done. And I honestly don't know how I did it at the end. I, li- I literally have, <laughs> I literally have goosebumps thinking about that because like, <laughs> as a creative 
like those moments are unforgettable and it's like I didn't mean to do it but like subconsciously you kind of did right like you (laughs) you know you know what you're doing you Mm -hmm. know you know how to make quality (laughs) art but yeah that's wild that's your absolute favorite paint does Seda take full credit for that or what oh yeah he was bragging about (laughs) it when we were dropping off to my parents he's like I gave her the idea of doing this I was like no you did I mean you did but like you didn't know where it was going yeah <laughs> I can already see it but yeah that painting was a mess I yeah <laughs> but yeah hands down my favorite painting I've ever done was wow. that one because it's so colorful it's beautiful there's so many textures on it it's like completely not my style of painting, but like it works for my parents and it works perfectly mm-hmm. like in their little modern house. So Steph, on top of like your um, commissions, because obviously you already touched base on that, you do do some pieces that you have just in stock that you're willing to sell too, right? Like you kind of just have a flow that mm-hmm. like anyone could buy, correct? Yeah, I have probably... 15 to 20 pieces just like in back stock right now of mm-hmm. like paintings I've done that haven't sold and mm-hmm. but I'm currently working on my first ever collection that I'm really excited about oh my gosh oh, yes. so tell us about it tell us about yep. it tell us everything <laughs> so um it's kind of inspired by like my uh, grandparents actually like the artists on like both ends of my family so Mm-hmm. My mom and I have been doing a lot of like searching to find all of their old artwork and I want to try and do, I'm going to venture out to oil because that's what my great grandfather did. Oh my awesome. God. Incredible oil landscape artist. Like it was the art that he did was absolutely stunning and so beautiful. And so yeah. I really want to incorporate like two pieces into my collection of kind of like a landscape oil but like kind of give it like that modern twist and not keep it like so you know kind of old and yeah boring right. you know just like kind of give it like the era it needs mm-hmm. and then I'm probably going to do a couple um sketching like charcoals because that's what my mom was into that's how I got into like all the face stuff that I love doing <laughs> and yeah there's a there's a lot more I don't want to give away anything but yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait so to excited. see it I know it'll mm-hmm. be 12 pieces I have four that I'm working on like rotationally because I'm just going back and forth and it's hard for me to like focus on just one when I have an idea sure. for another one then I'm like okay gonna work on this <laughs> yeah. one give that one a break <laughs> yeah I was just gonna say I want to make sure people know that they can like come to you for like pretty much anything though like I mean Steph has made me three or four pieces yeah just for fun (laughs) yeah bigger small canvases like even if you just like want it on watercolor paper like I'm totally fine with doing anything and I've done like super small like commissions before and Mm -hmm. like it doesn't really matter the budget if you have like a budget I'll really try to stick with it and most of the time I do and yeah, yes. I'm, I'm an easy goer with that. How do people get in contact with you, whether they want to do a commission piece or buy something or even see the stuff that you currently have in stock? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the easiest um, way? Instagram. Everything's on my Instagram right now. Steph Joe Designs. I'm working on a website right now. It's been a little bit of a process, but it's coming, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it always but is. Yeah. 
I know. I feel like I always get so sidetracked. I'm like, oh, crap, I need to finish like my website. soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the last thing I want to do right now, but it's fine. But yeah, everything is always on my Instagram, easiest to reach me at. And then normally, like if a client reaches out to me, like in messaging, I'll just like instantly give them my number and like set up a time to talk to them on the phone or FaceTime or go to their home if they're in the Chicago area. That's so amazing. I think as we get older, like you find such an appreciation for like this type of career. Like I Mm -hmm. personally just like prefer to, you know, find art like this. That's more meaningful to fill my walls with things that actually have meaning behind them or like Mm -hmm. that, you know, the person that's putting the work in behind it. I think Mm -hmm. it just makes it that much more you can appreciate it so much more. It's so cool. Sure. It's it's very, it's so exciting to like finally like meet you and virtually obviously, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but I've heard so much about you and I think, you know, hearing your story about how you've gotten to where you are is extremely inspiring. And a lot of people out there need to hear it that like you can chase a career in art mm-hmm. without being scared like you said it is a little scary sometimes and stressful yeah. but like every job is corporate jobs are right. scary and stressful mm-hmm. so like so true. why not chase your dream and do exactly what you want yeah so and there's no right or wrong way to do art either you know right. like there's yeah. actually no right or wrong way to do it I mean that Italian artist that sold that $18,000 like invisible sculpture that was all over the internet this week Wait, I didn't see that. And doesn't even exist, you know? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? You didn't hear this? No. No. What? All three of us have no idea. Okay, you know... What? Okay. We need to be clued into the art community. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) You know the guy that sold um, that banana that was, like, duct taped to the wall at um, Art Basel in Miami? Like, no, three years ago? Okay. This artist, he's crazy. He's, I don't even know how he's really considered an artist, but he is. Okay. He uh, did a piece where he had, like, a ripe banana and duct taped it to the wall. And it sold for, like, $50,000 or something crazy like that. And then the guy that bought it took it off the wall and then ate the banana. <laughs> You're, You're joking. joking. No, I'm dead serious. And this is the same artist. So he came out with this whole like spiel like this was like a salesman to me yeah and uh, (laughs) it was like this whole like spiel and he was like I have this beautiful sculpture it's invisible like and this whole meaning behind it there was actually no sculpture whatsoever like it was legit invisible and someone bought it for I don't know how he bought it he just paid him $18,000 for it even though it doesn't exist Wait, this I am so lost. <laughs> and now I'm like, is the way art's turning? And I'm scared. Should I just like put out like a blank canvas and try and sell it? <laughs> right, like buy a canvas. I don't wonder who the hell first of all bought something that doesn't exist. Who is this idiot who paid him eighteen I grand? Like, I think just like people who are like have stupid money and they just are like, ha ha, look what I can do, you know? Well, so kind of going back to like your story, what advice? Do you have for, like, anyone trying to pursue a career in art? I would say, like, reach out to, like, any, like, person that you follow on Instagram that looks like an artist or they're trying to make it in the art industry. 
I remember like a few months ago, I started reaching out to like a lot of Chicago based artists and just like asking like certain techniques that they do like this one a watercolor based artist in Chicago that I'm obsessed with. I was asking her question is like, how do you make like your watercolor papers stay flat? Like I've been trying for the longest time. And every time they just like curl up if they're not in um, a frame I'm like how do you do it and like she gave me like this whole advice on like this technique and everything and then I started realizing I'm like okay if I ask like any artist a question they'll give you advice for anything like artists love talking about their art and like themselves a ton so like just reach out to as many people as possible because honestly you're not going to get denied in like the creative like worlds like people just love to talk about their own stuff <laughs> for sure <laughs> but right. it's also like so inspiring to like hear their stories and like see the way that they do things and how they've come up in the industry. It's, I mean, it's all just yeah, network. I for love sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like in, in, in any career you should do that, you know, if you want to do something right. on your own. Yeah. Like don't yeah. be fearful to ask yeah. for advice. Cause we we've all been there and they've yeah. all been there and yeah. it's all about just being mm-hmm. fearless and asking for help. Sure. Or just oh, like going awesome. to the art store and just like grabbing a canvas and paint, just see how you starting. You know, yeah. just start. You gotta start summer, so just start on the canvas. For sure, love it. Such good advice. Such a good podcast. I feel like I've learned so much. Oh my god, <laughs> we need to have a little painting party. We yes. should. Yes, I would love that. A painting and wine party for my. I've always wanted to try <laughs> wine painting. I'm in. Well, Let's do we it. <gasps> a virtual wine tasting. Okay, listeners, so get ready. We're gonna have a it's live like a little like hopefully girl gang. Your yeah. wine friend can like tell us what wine would be like perfect for like a watercolor painting. wine, and then <laughs> have each girl go pick up that bottle of wine and yep. a brush, and then whew, okay. Wow. I think this We're is a great it. idea. I think that would be really fun. I do too. Oh my gosh. Wow. So okay. cool. We're we'll, gonna plan it. We will talk up. about that. So you, so you will hear from us again. We will have you <laughs> on here again. I'll be back. <laughs> yes, you for sure will be back. This has uh, been so much fun learning about your career and I'm like fascinated and just it's amazing. Yeah. Like I feel so proud of you and <laughs> so excited for you. It's amazing to see artists like truly pursue what they love so for sure stuff's gonna kick kick ass in her industry thanks for having me those are all girl bosses (laughs) yes that's what we're here for (laughs) thanks for tuning in to another hopefully episode whether you are listening on apple podcast or spotify we would appreciate it if you would subscribe follow and like catch you guys soon